Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And the invitation this morning will be done by Mike. Father, we come to thee, Lord, and yes. assemble in your name. Oh, hallelujah, the most high God who rules in the realm of the living. And we come to you, Lord God, and the Holy Spirit, Father, as you move within us, wherever we are at, our level of understanding or misunderstanding, Lord God, it is you who will bring forth the truth within us as we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, Lord. Yes, Let your word be embedded in us and grafted in us, Lord God, as we come here to bless your name. Yes, Jesus. To bless us as as your children, Lord God, again, in communion with you, always in remembrance of you, Father, to come in your name, and to our God and Father, is always praise and thanksgiving unto your grace and mercy. Amen. 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 Mahalo. You may be seated. Announcements. Just a quick reminder that in a couple of weeks, we'll be changing that to daylight savings time. And that will be on Sunday, March 12th. So Saturday night, before you go to bed, move your clocks ahead one hour. Okay. And those of you who have cell phones, it automatically does that. But if you have a um, plug-in uh, clock, make sure you change it. Okay, thank you. Are you tired of chasing pretty rainbows? And are you tired of spinning round and round? Wrapped up all your shattered dreams of your life And at the feet of Jesus laid them down Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Shattered dreams, wounded hearts, broken toys. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. And he will turn your sorrows into joy. He never said there'd be no sunshine. He never said there'd be no rain. He only promised a heart full of singing. About the very things that brought us pain. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus. Chattered dreams, wounded hearts, broken toys. Give them all. Give them all, give them all to Jesus, and he will turn your sorrows into joy, and he will turn your sorrows into joy. Yes, he will turn your sorrows into joy. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, church. It's a blessed day. Thank you all for coming. I would like to introduce my cousin and her husband, 
Lolita and Will. They're here. Thank you for coming. Oh, and my wife. <laughs> oh, boy. Johnny, while you're at it, we have other visitors. Excuse me? We have other visitors, too. No. Okay. Lani? We have Lorena. Mm -hmm. Hello. Her mom, Lourdes. She just moved here. Oh, welcome. Oh. And Cassidy and Ralph, right in the back. She just performed at the uh, Tahitian uh, function that they had. She's a dancer from Los Angeles. Sorry, I got my new glasses. I gotta look closer. I'm gonna play this song. Um, it's kind of a, it's a prayer, but I'm gonna sing it, and I hope you like it. Lord, make me an instrument of Your peace. Where there is hatred. Let me so love Where there is injury Give me pardon Where there is doubt Give me faith Where there is despair, give me hope. Where there's darkness, give me light. And where there's sadness, give me joy. Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek, but to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand. As to love For it is giving That we receive It is pardon that we are pardoned and it's in dying that we are born Ooh, eternal eternal life
everybody sing it because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Thank you. 
somehow lost my voice and was singing, you know, singing another key or something. You know. It's just not working. I'm sorry. <laughs> Will be our pastor John Lee. He'll do the Olelo. Hello, hello. Uh, John is over here. What I'm going to say is all these songs that the men were singing, it sounds like it is our sermon for today. You know, all these wonderful words that the Lord has given us so we can use our talent, which is our voices, to praise and glorify Him in songs as well as in words. Yeah? 
And here we are, my co-worker. I'd like to introduce him to you this morning, John Lee. Well, at least I got the alphabet right, the first one. Good morning, church. Good morning, Good morning, morning Gordon. Um, our little for today is going to be found in Romans 5, verses 1 to 5. Um, it's coming out of the New Spirit Field Life Bible. But if you don't have that, you'll find it in your... Everybody ready? Romans 5, 1 to 5. All right. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Undeserved privilege, that's a strong word. Undeserved. Where, where, we, where we now stand and... We confidently and joyfully look for, forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too. When we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And his hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit, to fill our hearts with his love. The whole Christian life is a result of undeserved privilege. Undeserved privilege is that strong because it's something that in relating to um, us being here undeserved, is that we don't deserve his um, benefit of his advantage of what he gives us for life. And we just got to be fortunate that we do have that privilege that he shed his blood on the cross for us and gave us life. So God's favor and provision in Christ that we do not deserve sharing God's glory in the Manifestation of God, the outward shining of His inward being at the Lord's return, that glory will be fully revealed. And believers exult in the prospect of seeing Him as He is and sharing in His glory. God's grace speaks the truth. God has um, reconciled to the world through Christ, Christ's sacrifice. The unmerited favor, the unconditional acceptance that we, re- we receive from God, and empowerment for a task taken together, these truths be- bring believers to a place of genuine freedom where we are freely to obey God, not to obtain His favor, but because he has already given us his favor. Within his unconditional acceptance given us because of what Christ has done, we are freed from the need to monitor our behavior and loose into the joy of knowing his friendship, focusing primarily primarily on our righteousness only diverts our attention from his loveliness which ultimately erodes our dependence on him to produce in us the beauty of his character grace underscores the generosity of love of God's love highlighting the truth that God does not coerce change by threatening us, but instead he con- conquers by lavishing his love upon upon us. His grace frees from wearying self-generated endeavors and releases us to allow his Holy Spirit within giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So what we need to do is um, have a character of hope.
And um, with that character, when our Christian um, character goes through hardship, hope of receiving what God has promised grows stronger in us through him. We know that hope of great future blessings will not turn out to be false because the Holy Spirit gives lavish evidence in our hearts of God's love for us. And to sum this all up, um, what we need to do is uh, stand in His grace and rejoice in His hope, being thankful in tribulation, knowing that it leads to um, perseverance, character in us through Him, and hope that does, does not disappoint worship the Lord. This message of grace and God's un- unfalling love invites us to devote ourselves wholly to the Lord. Jesus died for us while we were still sinners, demonstrating for all time the love that God has for, for us. Ask the Holy Spirit who intercedes for you and I to open your hearts and mind to understand the depth of God's love for you. Then ask him to enable you to express your devotion through worship to God. That's my um, olelo for today. And my kumuhana. I want to um, bring up Pastor. Thank you. John. Thank you, John. <clears throat> <laughs> to my co-worker John Lee to our high one leaders and our deacon deaconess who are present with us and our leaders of our church and to you all my brothers and sisters in Christ especially to the guests who are here for the first time I want to give you my aloha okay my <clears throat> my work here is Found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 9, verse 7 to 12. And it is printed in our program this morning. Proverbs, chapter 9, verse 7 to 12. Oh. Yes, that's okay. We have two nines in the program. Okay. And it reads as follows. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebuke the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And acknowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word this morning that you put in our hearts that we may not sin against you. Help us, O Lord, to understand your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, the uh, <clears throat> golden text of the Kumohana is the foundation of wisdom. You know, as, as you look at verse number, number 10, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But if you put, if you connect both of them together, the concept is pretty hard to, to understand, right? How can fearing God make us wise? Well, first we need to understand what it means to fear the Lord. This term is used to describe that we must have reverence for God that moves you and I to acknowledge Him as the sovereignty ruler of heaven and earth. We must submit to his will and walk in obedience 
Now, the life of obedience, you and I, in our lifetime, we have made many decisions. And even the fact of governing each choice and action. We might be guided probably by reason or our feeling in certain circumstances. Other times, our main consideration could be our desire or our duty or to make a profit. However, for Christians, believers and followers of Jesus Christ, the primary basis of all decisions should be obedience to God. And God's purpose of this life that you and I have is determine your eternity. If we commit ourselves to God's purpose, rather to our own, the Holy Spirit will enable us in our circumstances and a kind of wisdom which is beyond our thinking for God's plan. He always works for our best interests. We are empowered to walk confidently to both good and bad times. We go to trial and tribulation. We all did. It strengthen or it should strengthen our character. It should remind us that through our trials and tribulation, there is a God. There is a Jesus. There is a Holy Spirit who is with us, close to us. But when you go through trial and tribulation and do things to your own understanding, then you are walking away from the one who can make all things right. Make the darkness bright. Make all things right. So the foundation of wisdom is what? The basis of decision should be obedience. You and I know obedience brings blessing. Non-obedience, disobedience brings punishment. So acknowledge God as a sovereign ruler of heaven and earth. Submit to his will and walk in obedience. And we find it sometimes it's very difficult to do that. And if we reject God's instruction, we will dishonor him and move ourselves away from who our Lord is. Those who won't fear God will never know what real wisdom is. See, wisdom comes from above. Wisdom comes when you open the scripture. Every word in the Bible, every verse, every chapter is mine, mine, mine. It belongs to you. So when you open the Bible, there's wisdom. There's everything that your heart desires. All you need to do is what? Ask the Lord. And he will provide. But if you reject him, you will never know the real wisdom of God. Wisdom from above and wisdom from below. You have your choice. And it says in our reading too that for wisdom your days will be many and the years will be added to your life. Yeah. In the 11th verse, for by me, which is God, your days shall multiply and your life shall increase. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 16, it says, The length of days is in her right hand. Her left hand are riches and honor. Psalm 90 also say, The number of years of our life that God gives us. Last night at the funeral service we had, I, I spoke something about age. But there was a pastor that spoke before. He said that, Pastor Glenn, who passed away, see nothing in age or even in color when he talked to his people in church. He's blinded by age and blinded by color. And so is our Lord. But the years that the Lord gives us, which is mentioned in Psalms 90, yeah, he promised us so many years. I have friends who are 96 years old, 95, 94 my golf partner is 94, and I call him the kid because he's 94 and I'm 81. So he is the kid, and he plays golf, and God had blessed him for 94 years. 
So, when God promises us, whatever he promises us, it's for real. And the greatest promise that you and I have is what? What is our greatest promise from the Lord? <clears throat> the greatest promise of the Lord is that he is what? He's our God. And we are his people. See, we are his people. But what kind of people do we have if we have no wisdom? Or if we have no faith? If we, if we think about ourselves, yeah? And like our lesson that you're given by John this morning, faith brings joy. Faith brings joy. The first letter is J. That's Jesus. And the O is you. And the Y is me. Jesus, others, and you. So faith, as we talk about this morning in our Bible study, comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So do not love the world or the things that are in this world, but be conformed to the renewing or be gone, transform yourself to the renewing of your mind with the word. Every day is a new day. It's a new beginning every day. So when you start up in the morning, you first have to say, Lord, thank you for this day you have given me. You tell me what you want me to do for you. That's what you need. You don't have to go wash your face and have breakfast and then talk to him. You talk to him the minute you open your eyes. Yeah? You know, I go to the bathroom sometimes two, three times a night. Yeah? And you know what? When I get done, I talk to my Lord. I do not waste the time that I have with him. But in the morning, yeah? Like he said, we will seek you first, Lord. You may hear our voices early in the morning and late in the night. You see? Pray unceasingly, out of season, in season. That's the only way God will know what your needs are if you talk to him. This morning, our Bible started talk about faith, yeah? trust. Confidence. Have the faith in, in the Lord. For me, faith is Father always intervene through my heart. F-I-A-I-T-H. That's, that's the way I, I look at it. But wisdom and knowledge guided by understanding. If you know all the wisdom of the world, you know everything from Genesis to Revelation, and your knowledge all about the stories and all the Bible verses, but you lack understanding, it won't do you any good. Like we know, right? My people perish for the lack of wisdom, for the lack of knowledge. So our knowledge in wisdom is a must. We must know who this man Jesus is. No one go through the Father to me, say Jesus. So Jesus is our focus. He's everything to us. So thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace so free. I will lift my voice in praise and praise you again and again. You are my everything. You are my Lord. So come into my heart today, my Lord Jesus. Come in and stay. For I would make you my Lord and my Savior, and I would love you forever and ever. Our life here, yeah, our purpose in our life, I see no young children in the congregation today. We are all in that age group, yeah. See, the older we get is the closer we get to divinity, okay? Now, the closer you get to divinity is fine because you love the Lord. But if you're on the other direction, you know, on the lower road, I'm on the higher road, you're on the lower road. You know, as long as you take a breath, you're still breathing. You still have the chance to come up and get the holy train to heaven. You still have the chance to catch that holy train to heaven. So do your work. Your responsibility, obligation in the church is to help the church grow. 
work together, pray for each other, heal one another, help each other. And when you walk out the door, do more than that. And do the same thing. Yeah. Don't keep the things to you, for yourself. You share it to others. Even if it's your last dollar, give to the one who need. And when you do that, you'll be rewarded tenfold. So wisdom comes from the Lord. Yeah. Faith comes from hearing the word of the Lord. So when we put that together, uh, this man, Jesus, he's, he's everything to us. So love Jesus and love each other. Pray to God always, in season and out season. Pray for each other always so we can heal one another. God wants us to have the best as followers of Jesus, expect God's best. So every day that you get up, make the best of that day and give our Lord God most of that day, not the leftovers. Don't talk to Him only when you get up and when you go to sleep. You talk to Him between those times. Because your time and my time is on borrowed time. We will never know when our time will expire. You can walk out that door, and if it's God's will, poof, you're gone. Okay? And it's God's will. His will is not for you and I to know, but we need to obey. Yeah? With an open heart. So I pray and thank my co-worker for his door later this morning on, on Faith with Joy. Yes. Joy, peace, and love is what God gives you and I. It's not earned. It's a gift that God gives you and I. Yeah, Patient, kindness, and goodness is what you and I give to our neighbors and to each other. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control is what we keep in us. So we can what? Receive the reward of love, peace, and joy that God has freely. He already given us his love, freely given his love. Genuine love, because it's free. Yeah? It's up to you what kind of love you want to make it. But God is good all the time, as we know. And once again, I want to praise and thank him for the Olelo and the foundation of wisdom and his faith to joy. So, Father, I thank you. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for, for giving us these words this morning, Lord, and to remind us always that the wisdom comes from you and not from man. And faith comes from hearing your word. And Lord, we pray that you instill these things in our hearts, that we may not sin against you. For thy word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path, Lord. And wisdom that comes from you, Lord, is everlasting. Because you promise us that someday, if we will love you first, we will be with you forever. I pray, Lord, that you bless this congregation, bless all who have gathered here this morning to hear your word, Lord, not my word. And I pray also, Lord, that those who are not here, bless them, bless the afflicted as well. But give us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding heart that we might be obedient unto you so we can receive the many wonders and things that you have for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you once more for your love, mercy, and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> uh, anyone want to share something? Uh, you got two minutes. Any uh, praise? Nothing? Anyone? How about our guests? And one of our guests? No? Please come forward, my brother. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Oh, I mean, well, it's good morning. Not afternoon yet. First, give none to God and me, and thank you for giving me the privilege and ability to be here today. I'm, I'm a little fool. I'm a little fool. I promised my cousin, and I have to call him brother too, that it's been 60 years since I've been in a church like this. I used to be stationed at Canyon in 1963. And uh, 
I went to a small church in Kailua, Church of God in Christ. And I have not been so happy until today that I feel inside I'm with the right people. You know, uh, I grew up in a holiness church as a kid. And I've always been in the church, no matter where I went. And Charlie and I went to the same place, Vietnam. And God was good to him and I. He brought us back, safe and sound, and basically in our right mind. You know, there's a lot of us that had a hard time. Charlie had a hard time, I had a hard time. But God stuck with us. He kept us sane and sound. And I thank him for it. Pastor, I thank you for giving me a chance for these words. Oh, I thank Jesus for bringing you here also. And uh, this won't be the last time. Amen. Thank you. Uh, so I'll be uh, coming back from time to time. To be my cousin. God says... Family who praise together, stay together. Amen. Thank you, cuz. Boy, that was. Uh, I, my cousin, and 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 Will. He's my brother, and uh, we try and keep keep in touch with each other. Uh, with all my cousins and my relatives, but she is one of the most that always tries and get together. And if I don't text her or call her or she don't see me, she always, hey, what's up, bro? You know, <laughs> you know some, something's wrong or, you know. So we've been getting together. Actually, this weekend my sister came from Hawaii, my younger sister. And we had so much fun. But for my sister to come from Hawaii for five days to come here because two of my nephews were in a hospital and in the same family. And they both got out, but, you know, my sister came pretty much because of them. And she got to see one of them and... My sister-in-law, and but we had so much fun. But I just like to say that don't miss out on this because, man, you, you're going to be sorry. I mean, when I seen her and my wife and I have my grandson and my son, you know, and they live in Vegas. And it's just like when you live in Hawaii, your family's all there and you don't go see them. That is crazy, man. That, you got you to gotta visit them. You know, because they're, they're your family and you got to, you know you love them. But like Kahu said, it, when they're gone, it, it's too late, man. You got you to gotta shape up and, you know, our God is an awesome God. He, he does miracles and he has, he all gave us a miracle this morning because we all woke up. And, um. My my sister in law, I, I don't know what it is, but her her side of the family, they're um, they've been getting sick. Uh, you know, a triple heart bypass and and diabetes and you know, and I pray for them. And my niece, uh, she is healthy, but we're all um, eating poopoo's at their house the other night, and then she uh, looked at me and said, oh, uncle, man, you're looking good. You're looking young. <laughs> and I looked at her, and she's young. She's under 30, but she's getting a little porky. <laughs> I didn't tell her that, but she goes, what are you doing? And I explained, I'm exercising and everything. And she looks, she goes, oh, I got to do that. Then the mother says the same thing. Oh, I got to say, well, you guys got to start now. Don't wait. 
and I'm looking at my niece, and I'm, I remember when she was 18. Oh, boy, she was slim, pretty. She's still pretty, but she's a little porky. <laughs> but, but I want to tell a real short story. I know we're past the time. But every week I go to a, a VA class, which really helps me. But there's 10 of us, 10 veterans, Vietnam, uh, Afghanistan, and Iraq. But this one, this one man, he sits way in the back. And we have a long table with 20 chairs, and everybody sits all close together except this one man. He's way in the bank. And I finally figured out why. Every week, the the doctor goes and tells everybody, what do you have to say today? Well, this Thursday, he picked this guy in the back. So the guy started talking, and he talked about, he's 71. He was in uh, Vietnam in the early 60s. And he had it rough. He came back. Uh, he's kind of big. He has diabetes. He has Agent Orange. He has, and his legs are, he has a hard time walking. He has a crutch. But he told me his son went to Afghanistan and came back. He's married, has two kids, and he moved in with his son. He has two kids his son and a daughter, and they're uh, older now, but they're on their own. Anyway, he went to move with his son, and last week the son kicked him out. Just think, a 71-year-old man got kicked out of his son's house. And the son doesn't believe that he can't work. You know, he's on disability. He gets paid, and he gives the son money. Well, anyway, I'm looking at this guy. He's 71 years old. He got kicked out of the house, and everybody's sitting down, and I walk up to him, only me. And then I knew why he sat way in the bank, back. He's homeless. And I had to hold my breath because I couldn't stand couldn't stand the smell. But I looked at him, and I almost started crying. And I told him, bro, I'm going to pray for you. I mean, everything's going to be okay. And he started crying. And he goes, no one in my whole life has ever said that. I said, well, I'm the first one. And there's going to be more. And all the guys sitting down there, they all stood up and go, we're praying too. I got all these guys praying. That's a miracle, Amen. all these veterans. I, I just wanted to bring that up because this story really touched me. Because this guy, 71 years old, he's on his own, got kicked out. That is so sad, especially a veteran and his own son, his own son, kicks him out because he didn't believe that the dad cannot work. You know, if you get a disability and you're in the, a vet and say you don't have legs or something to prove that you can't work, this guy's big, you know. He's holding all this weight, 300 pounds. But you can see when he walks, he, he can't work. You know, maybe he got to lose weight or something, but he can't work right now. And now the, veter, the VA's helping him, but they're not helping him enough. I've been fortunate. They're helping me, same with Will. They're helping me, but you got to go there and you got to force them, you know. I know it costs money and all, but we actually deserve to be helped. I'm sorry to say that, but I'm I'm a proud veteran, man, I'm, and I know he is. And all of you, too, you probably, I, I just want to say that it's very, God is teaching me to to help people to care for people, to do what I can do. Even in my own family, I have to help my own family. So I'm doing that now. But I didn't, all these years I've been doing stuff and, you know, God has touched me. He has 
I'm not saying I did bad or good. I did both, but I did a lot of bad too. But now, eh, it's it's done. The Lord, I believe in the Lord. And you ask him for help, he will come. He will help you because he has helped me. This morning, my wife, I woke up. I was getting out of bed. I was kind of sore, and my wife looked at me. She goes, come here, and I, I didn't move. I stood up, and she held my hands, and she said a little prayer for me. For me. Just think that. That is very, God is good. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Brother Charlie. I think, Mike, you want something to say? Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to share. I come from Hawaii, and I've been in other churches. And one thing I desire is God's presence here. Blessing, praise, and worship. When you come to the house of God, we come to worship God. God alone. Songs need to project to Him. And God is not impressed by our entertainment. God is impressed by our heart on worship, praise and worship. So, when we come together in a, in, a, in a service, we need to prepare our hearts. We need to ask about God. If there's anything in my heart before we come, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we come in, we get a lot of problems, we get a lot of thinking, but when, when, we, come in, when we come to praise and worship, we got to worship God. Because if you ever felt the presence of God, and I felt it, I know what God wants. God wants us to praise Him. The Bible says that the Father seeketh such one to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And we have to understand how God, who God is and what God expects within a service. See? Because God is the God of all. Amen. So confusion is the enemy. Amen. So He works within unity. He works within the understanding who He is. So I just wanted to share that as when we come together, we got to prepare our hearts because God looks at our hearts. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mike. Okay, our cousin back there, you are always, always our family. You are our family. You have always been a family of Jesus Christ, but you are our family in our congregation. So when you walk, the next time you come through the door, you're not a stranger. You are part of the family. Okay. Okay, we're going to have our offering. Let's have our offering. Well, since Mike talking about, you know, getting ourselves ready for the Lord when we come to worship, you know, prayer is more powerful than, than all your self-effort that you folks do. Because if you pray, you watch God, He works on you. He works for good. Uh, after the service, we're going to have a meeting for the leaders of the church in the back room. Let us all rise for a doxology and a closing up our service. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Let us pray. Ima loa mai ke aloa o e Jehovah ke akua. Me ka loko mai kai o ko ma ko haku aloa o Yesu Christo. Me ka launa aloa ana mai o ko uhani himolele. 
me mako pakahia pao. May the everlasting love of Jehovah God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us forevermore. So I pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Mahalo. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.